0: hey Hi, everybody. everybody so this is Melicia griffin and devinance and we are back with intimate spaces beyond the blog with a new episode Woo-woo! so this week we're going to be talking about sexual orientation and gender identity so think of this as kind of like an intro to lgbt and gender studies all right so the reason why we chose this topic really is because a lot of people don't understand the differences um, in sexual orientation and gender identity and sex and gender and attraction like it's confusing okay it's a lot of letters there are a lot of buzzwords lots of buzzwords okay and for me it's also a topic that's really near and dear in my heart you all have heard me say more than once I identify as queer and uh, for a lot of people, they don't even know what queer means. So when I say that, a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? Uh, but it's really important to make sure that people identify or get identified the way that they want to be identified and that people understand what's going on. So we're going to try and jump right in. We're going to do some quick terminology. Yes. And so it's, it sounds boring. It does.
1: But... We definitely think that this is super important, as she said, and once again, as we say every week, we are not experts. We are going to do this very high level, but we think this is a very important topic to cover. So we're gonna get let's do it. right into it. All right, so let's start. Sex versus gender. Getting into these definitions. Sex refers to the biological differences between males and females, such as the genitalia and genetic differences. Gender can refer to the role of a male or female in society known as a gender role or an individual's concept of themselves or gender identity. Sometimes a person's genetically assigned sex does not line up with their gender identity. These individuals might refer to themselves as transgender, non-binary, or gender non-conforming.
0: Yes. So, in the short sense, sex is what your reproductive organs, okay? Do you have a penis? Do you have testes? Do you have a scrotal? Or do you have a vagina, a vulva, fallopian tubes, ovaries, okay? That's sex. Reproductive. Down to the biology. Gender is the role that you play in society, right? If we can pretend like gender roles don't exist, uh, it's 2021. Gender roles don't exist. You'll lie. They do, okay? Men still look... Get looked at funny if they wear a dress out of public, okay? That's just part of a gender role. Only women are supposed to wear dresses. So they say, right, so that's exi- so gender roles are a thing. They exist. Yes, they definitely do.
1: And a lot of people use gender, well have used gender and sex interchangeably.
0: They're not interchangeable. <laughs> they are not the same thing. They're not. That's why they're two different words.
1: Yes, and that's why they have two different definitions.
0: Yes, so moving on. Let's talk about attraction. There are two types of attraction. Sexual attraction is attraction that makes people desire sexual contact or show sexual interest in another person or persons. Romantic attraction is the want to have a romantic relationship with someone outside of sex. So in a nutshell, one is like, hey, I want to fuck you. The other one is, hey, I want to love you. You can have one or the other or both
1: pretty much yeah all right so moving right along if you flip in your textbook which you don't have I'm just kidding but you know if you listen on <laughs> sorry I just had to make that joke all right now we're moving into binary the binary the binary the binary I'm sorry we should have like voices like this in sorry so binary the belief that such things as gender identity have only two distinct opposite and disconnected forms in other words, they believe in the gender binary. So, obviously, bi to nary. Okay, sorry. Or that only male and female genders exist. As a rejection of this belief, many people embrace a non-binary gender identity.
0: Yes, here at Intimate Spaces, we say fuck the binary, okay? Cause we don't believe in that shit. We don't, because there's more than two. Okay, there are multitude. there are millions. Be who you wanna be, you feel me? As long as it's legal and consensual. Right. All right, so moving away from binary to talk about g- the types of gender. So there's cisgender, transgender, and gender nonconforming. There's many more than that. If are 3 we're going to focus on. So cisgender, this one confuses people, so pay attention because a lot of you may identify as cisgender and not even know it. Cisgender is used to describe a person whose gender identity aligns with those typically associated with the sex assigned to them at birth. You were assigned female at birth, and you identify as a woman. You are cisgender. Transgender, an umbrella term for people whose gender identity and our expression is different from cultural expectations based on the sex they were assigned at birth. Being transgender does not imply any specific sexual orientation. Therefore, transgender people can still identify as straight gay, lesbian, bisexual, etc. I just want to repeat this last sentence one more time. Please do. Transgender people can identify as straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, etc. Because being transgender does not imply any specific sexual orientation. Lots of people like to think that because someone is trans, they are gay no they are not or they are maybe but you gotta ask because it doesn't necessarily mean that they always are
1: we're not making assumptions
0: last one is gender non-conforming that's a broad term referring to people who do not behave in a way that conforms to the traditional expectations of their gender or whose gender expression does not fit neatly into a category While many also identify as transgender, not all gender non-conforming people do. So someone who's gender non-conforming may use pronouns like they, them, theirs, which is perfectly fine to use when you're talking about a singular person. Or uh, they may uh, identify have both uh, feminine and masculine qualities. Um, They may identify uh, as neither uh, gender, um, or, uh, you know, within the binaries, like the binary, but yes. So gender non-conforming is another one. Yes, it is.
1: All right, trending right along. I really feel like we're given like definitions for like a. You're about to have vocabulary quiz. Yes. But also spelling bee. Make sure you write these down, class. Not if you're driving. <laughs> if you're driving, don't you write that down. <laughs>
0: Make a mental oh, so right. note. Sometimes people do listen to podcasts. I'm about to
1: say,
0: uh that's, uh,
1: that's That's dangerous. Insane. You're going to go to jail. <laughs> well, jail is the least of your worries. He's and driving. You mean... Never mind. Anyway. A tree. A big old tree. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is petty. Please don't drive, right? Like, if you're listening to this, we're not that crazy. We promise, you know. So just mentally make notes. Okay. So, your next worry is... No, I'm just kidding. Heteronormative, right? Denoting or relating to a world view that promotes heterosexuality as the normal or preferred sexual orientation. Let's just scratch out the word normal right now. Yes. Everyone is normal, okay? Heterosexuality is not the normal identity. It's not the status quo. It's none of that. Okay. It's not preferred.
0: Fuck heteronormativity. Fuck it. Fuck it good. Real good. However, you want to be fucked, fuck heteronormativity like that. Then maybe take a salt and pepper. That movie just came out. It was actually pretty good. It was. I, did, I wasn't disappointed. Okay, real good.
1: Uh, okay, okay.
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold tangent. We apologize. Back to your quiz. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alright, this is kind of long. So, we want to talk about sexual orientation versus sex at birth versus gender identity versus gender expression. If you all have ever seen the gender bread, oh shit, I said wrong. You all have ever seen the gender bred person? Mm-hmm. That's where I got this from. Okay, I will drop it on the Facebook if you've ever seen it. Um, I think they're on like 4.1 version now because they've separated all the different identities and attractions and things. But yes, it's like this. This is where I got this from. It's, it's a really good way to know that none of this shit is the same. Yes. So sexual orientation is an inherent. immutable, enduring, emotional, romantic, or sexual attraction to other people. Okay? Sexual orientation is about attraction. Who are you attracted to? Sexually, romantically. Sex at birth is the discernment of a baby's sex at birth. The deliverer inspects the infant's genitalia at birth and then sex is assigned. Okay? Do you have a penis? Do you have a vagina? Why that can be fucking complicated, We'll talk about it in a minute. Gender identity. So that's one's innermost concept of self. As male, female, a blend of both or neither. How individuals perceive themselves and what they call themselves. One's gender identity can be the same or different from their sex assigned at birth. And you all know what that means. If they're the same, it's what? Cisgender. If they're different, it's what? Transgender. Transgender. That was y'all in the background responding to me like Dora the explore <laughs>
1: Where is it? Do you see Swiper?
0: That's it. That's what we just did, okay, guys. Yes. Okay, because you all just got those bell cameras, so you should know. Yes, you did. Finally, gender expression. This one can get be confusing because it sounds like identity, but it's not. Okay, it is the external ex. I'm sorry. External ex- appearance of one's gender identity, usually expressed through behavior, clothing, haircut, voice, and which may or may not conform to socially defined behaviors and characteristics typically associated with being either masculine or feminine. So it's about how masculine or feminine are you. So think about a tomboy, right? Or a girly girl, right? I mean, so the, so maybe like your sex assigned to birth, we're going to just use cisgender heterosexual people for right now. Only because y'all don't get very much of this episode. So we'll use you all for this example. So your sex assigned to birth is female. Your gender identity is woman. Uh, you identify. You're identified as straight because you're attracted to men. But your gender expression is that you're a tomboy, right? You you don't like dresses. Uh, you like to play in dirt. You like uh, physical activity. You like sports. You like sneakers. Yes. All right, that's your gender expression. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yes. So let's get into the alphabet soup. It's a lot. Who doesn't,
1: first of all, who doesn't like alphabet soup?
0: Nobody answered, so we're assuming everyone likes it. I
1: mean, I like
0: alphabet soup. <laughs> I like diversity, no melting pot, all that. Actually, I actually don't like alphabet soup. If I know. Like meat I'm actually
1: it. lying. Like, regular, day, look,
0: spaghetti alphabet soup, fire. I need some meat in there, like some chicken, maybe like chicken noodle soup alphabet soup. I can do that. Oh, uh, yeah, the
1: chicken noodle soup
0: alphabet soup, fire. Is that a thing? Because I thought I just
1: it. No! I've seen it before! Or is it the spaghetti? You know what? Fuck it. Alphabet soup, in whatever form it comes in, childish or not, fire. To me. Add me.
0: Malesha thinks it's fire. Yes. Extra fire. Anyway. Alright. Change it over. Now! So, alphabet soup is the LGBTQQIAA. We can keep on going. We're just gonna say plus. But they usually add the plus, yes. It changes it does change and it's continuing to change we're gonna go through some of these identities right and we're we're gonna run
1: through them like it's not gonna be as it was with definitions we will post um, resources for you to further your knowledge on our social media platforms so definitely take a look at all of our social media well Facebook because the
0: link will be on there definitely Facebook
1: yeah and if you don't follow us what are you doing Go do that, like that, follow us, subscribe, all the things.
0: Intimate spaces, okay? If you see the logo, that's what you need to be looking for on all your social media. All of it. So let's go through this alphabet super fast. Alright, first of all, L, lesbian, okay? A woman who is attracted sexually or romantically to other women. Boom. Boom. G, gay.
1: Wow. Train thought just <laughs> fell. off <the> cliff. <laughs> I was like, My bad, my bad. <laughs> you got it. I got it. Like, you got, I got it. Okay, help um, me out. Train, <laughs> the train fell off a
0: cliff and crashed. It's here we go. Bring right it in exact. It's not right. It didn't crash. It just pretended like it did, but it's coming back. Here it goes back to you. Okay, now G! get G G two men
1: that are attracted to each other. A man that's attracted to a man. Yes, and. You know, just to set fire to all the things that some people may have been taught. It's not a bad thing!
0: Okay, sorry. Bisexual. Okay. A person who is romantically or sexually attracted to more than the opposite sex. Yes. T!
1: We just talked about this. Transgender! We're not going to tell you the definition again because we just told you. This is about your memory. You better remember that fill in your own blanks. Thank you very much.
0: Yes. Queer is an umbrella term for the LGBT community. It's used a lot of times and it changes. Like I said, I identify as queer, in my mind that means I'm not straight. Q can also stand for question.
1: You might hear people say queer or questioning.
0: Yes, questioning is someone who is trying to figure out who they are. Yes. Okay. Like fucking all of us, isn't it? Okay, but just, you know, I would
1: say not to use those interchangeably only because some people who are queer aren't trying to figure out what they are. They're queer, they know that. Period. Period. I don't know if I'm queer questioning shit. I'm about to say, that...
0: <laughs> don't you do that. Never do that. Okay. The I is intersex. This is complicated. Um, this is like why the okay. binary is a dumb sh- piece of shit. Yeah. Because how do you have a binary that only has two things in sex? But intersex exists, okay? Shout out to all the people who identify as intersex, okay? There are, I will drop some websites if you want to know more about intersex on the Facebook page. Intersex is basically um, a person who was born with both male and female reproductive organs. Or they have a male and female chromosomes right so someone who may be born who has xxy or maybe they have xyy or perhaps that their outer genitalia is a vagina and a vulva but they have testes right it's the internal reproductive organs okay nothing is wrong well i don't want to say that there's nothing wrong with anyone right some uh some intersex identities do cause health concerns But for a lot of intersex people live healthy, normal lives, and no, i I never use this word, but I feel like we have to use this word just so I can tell people not to use it. If you say the word hermaphrodite and it's rude and disrespectful, do not ever use that word to, to talk about someone who is intersex. And you're also talking about something that really does not exist. You're thinking of someone who has a fully functioning vagina and a fully functioning penis. That is usually not what happens. You're making someone else to be a monster. It's not right. It's not cool. Don't use the fucking word. Moving on from intersex.
1: <laughs> yes, moving right along. And we have asexual. Now, I double-checked the definition of this because I didn't want to get this wrong. There's <laughs> a few, I've seen a few different ones. So I'm gonna share with you the ones I've seen. Bam. Most common, relating to or being a person who does not experience sexual attraction. Like it just Yes. Don't you know nothing get you motivated. Little to no
0: sexual attraction or desire. And that's fine. And yes. that's the definition we're gonna stick with. Because I ex- have a friend who is asexual, <laughs> shout out to her. I'm not gonna say her name because I did not ask for that to out her, but shout out to her. I know that she's probably listening to this podcast. Yes. Now,
1: we're getting into the plus. This is where
0: she the is plus. plus, that's
1: what. Shit gets fun, but also very confusing. So we're going to run through these a little quicker because a lot of turns been thrown at y'all. Y'all need to break. I swear.
0: So the first one is pansexual. Pansexual falls underneath the bisexual umbrella. It is just a person who is attracted to all genders. Gender is not a uh, characteristic quality that they think about when they think about who they're attracted to. They're just attracted to people. Boom. Sounds yes. dope. Yes, it does.
1: I mean, hey. Now, we're going to get into demisexual. So, demisexual people only feel sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond with the person. Period. Okay. End of sentence. No questions. No, I'm just kidding. If you have questions, leave them below in our comments, and our social media pages. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. Okay. Crazy. All right. Please hold. So the next one is gray sexual and I will limit. I actually don't know what that means. Alright. So good old Devin's gonna tell us.
1: Because, you know, good good old Google comes through saving the day. Alright, gray sexual is used to refer to people who experience limited sexual attraction. In other words, they experience sexual attraction very rarely or with very low intensity. Okay. Alright. That kinda of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the gray part makes sense in that.
0: Yeah. Context to me. So. so the next, so we got genderqueer, genderfluid. Those are people who, gen, they move through gender, right? So they may identify one way one day, another way another day, both, neither, fluid. Their identity is fluid. So genderqueer, genderfluid.
1: Yes. And we have gender neutral.
0: So kind of the same.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, they don't identify as anything. Right.
1: And that's fine too.
0: Uh, non binary, obviously someone who says fuck the binary, they're not identifying as a woman or a man because that's fucking dumb. Oh, well, it's not fucking dumb that, that you identify as a woman or a man. Let me rephrase it. It's fucking dumb if that's the way, it, if that's the, you think that's the only way you can identify. Exactly. If you identify as a man or a woman, that's perfectly fine. I'm cisgender. That doesn't even make any sense. Right. But- we're not <laughs> shaming anyone for being cisgender. What we're saying is, if you just think
1: it's just two, that sort of problem lies. Yes.
0: Feel Phyllis-
1: Alright, and we have male assigned at birth, female assigned at birth, and unassigned at birth.
0: Yes, and you may see those um, as like acronyms, so uh, M-A-A-B, F-A-A-B, U-A-A-B, so now you kind of got some ideas, alright, those are some definitions, so let's let's unpack the stuff, but we're going to do it after you hear a word from one of our sponsors, so... So We'll see you in a few. Be right back. Hi, this is Malisha Griffin from Intimate Spaces Beyond the Blog. But you knew that already because you're listening to it. But what you didn't know is that I am also a published poet. If you go to Amazon.com right now, you can check out both my collections of poetry. The first one is The Second Decade, Tales of an Adult-Like Woman. And the second one is Where is the Yellow Butterfly? So be sure to go and check them out. Bye. So, LGBT, sexual orientation versus gender identity. Why is this important? Well, the history of LGBTQ, the history of the gay liberation movement is very black and brown, okay? And it's very trans, and a lot of people forget that, okay? I'm talking about Marsha P. Johnson. Anybody know who that is? I do! But, I mean, they might not, so tell them. Yes. So, Marsha P. Johnson was an American gay liberation activist, self-identified as a drag queen. So, known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights, was one of the most prominent figures in the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. For most of you who don't know who the Stonewall Uprising is, there was a club called the Stonewall. It was. Okay. It was a place that was frequented by the LGBT community. It was very popular class, class too. Very popular. Right. The police raided the club. Oh God! Okay, because the police were homophobic during the time. Remember, this is the sixties, late sixties. Stonewall. They rioted. Right. The, the patrons of the club rioted, and that is what many people consider to be the spark of the gay liberation movement that happened in the seventies. Okay, and Marsha P. Johnson, a black trans, uh, uh gay. Um, drag queen, whatever, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. right? they they identified in many ways. Um, yes. but, but a black person, a black LGBT member, did that, uh, and they were also friends with Sylvia Rivera. Okay, a Latinx trans woman mm-hmm. who also was prominent in the movement. Okay, so the intersectionalities of race and gender. Play an important role in LGBTQ rights. The same can be said for the civil rights movement. Okay, mm-hmm. um, who are we talking about? We talking about Bayard Rustin? Anybody yeah, ever heard of him? Me. Sorry, <laughs> Devin
1: Hans. not. <a>
0: <laughs> Bayard Rustin was an American leader in social movements for civil rights, socialism, nonviolence, and gay rights. They arrested and worked with A. Philip Randolph and Martin Luther King on the March on Washington in 1941. Okay, Um, because of his sexuality, he uh, participated with Martin Luther King and civil rights more as a um, advisor than he was like the forefront. Like we think of when we think of civil rights, like Martin Luther King is the face, Malcolm X is the face. Like Mm -hmm. we we have people that we think of. Yes, but. If it weren't for men like Bayard Rustin, who was openly gay, it was not that he was trying to be in the closet. He was openly gay because he was openly gay. That's why he ended up in the position that he was in. But if it wasn't for him, Martin Luther King, A. Philip Randolph, a lot of these people would not have been successful in a lot of the things that they did for the Black community. So like I said, the intersections of race, gender, sexual orientation, all of that, okay? The history of the two uh, coincides, so I mean, and these are things we don't learn about like in a traditional
1: school setting, right? Like in a school history class. Not at all.
0: We don't learn about other We barely learn about black people. We definitely don't learn about LGBT people.
1: I'm about to say, some of these names, like a lot of these names before college, I knew nothing about. A. Mm -hmm. Philip Randolph knew nothing about, right? Mm -hmm. And then you start talking about these LGBTQ identified people and hey, you people. definitely
0: don't know nothing about them. Right. Because if we're learning about black people, we're going to learn about LGBTQ black people. And, let's not, and intersectionality is such a difficult concept for a lot of people to understand. Right. Yes. It's always the black issue, the Latinx issue, the LGBT issue, the women's issue. But the thing is, is that people are multifaceted. They have multiple identities. Okay. Not, people are not just LGBT. People are not just black. People are not just Latinx. People are not just women. Right. People are... A lot of people are all four of those categories. There are plenty of people who are all four of those categories, mm-hmm. so those issues intersect, and they should be important to multiple people within each of those communities. Mm-hmm. So, because most people, well, a lot of people fit into multiple categories. Each of those communities, yes, period. <laughs> so, what are some modern intersections of race and LGBT? The first one I thought of was Pose. I wish we could talk about it more, but Devin has not seen it. My so, bad. any of you all who are Pose fans, listen. Tell Devin you need to watch it. My bad.
1: My bad. My
0: bad. It's on my list. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to do a brief synopsis, honey, because I love me some Pose. That is my show, okay? Season one and two was on Netflix. Yes. For those of you who have Netflix, me. please watch it. It is. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to get right on that. So, I of course, did. there's MJ Rodriguez, India Moore, Dominique Jackson, Billy Porter. Shout out to Billy Porter. Okay, Billy Porter be slaying. Slaying. The okay. looks,
1: okay? Like all the looks.
0: Yes. But pose is a show basically about 80s ballroom culture in New York City. You don't know what ballroom culture is, it is a place for trans people to come dressed to impress for the LGBT community to come and stunt. When you think about Madonna, Vogue Honey, she stole that from ballroom culture. She did. Let's be clear. We know. She stole that from black and brown queer communities during the 80s out in there strutting their stuff. Okay? Giving that realness. All I right. mean, but have we not Pose. seen that in
1: music anyways? Let me not get on this tangent. Elvis Presley, I'm looking at you. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so give me that realness okay realness and yes um, a lot of the characters are, are trans individuals they're trans people of color india moore is an afro-latin trans person she they identify uh, as name this uh mj rodriguez is an afro Latinx uh, actress um, trans woman Dominique Jackson is a black trans woman you'll see her in the third season of American Guys if you're still watching it after they wrongfully fired Orlando mm. but whatever <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course Billy Porter is a gay man yes um, and he be slaying the red carpet if you hear me slaying. slaying taking all my edges
1: wigs all of it I mean another example that we discussed when we were writing our notes big freedom
0: Big Frida! Must be, be jam because jam, jam no shape. No shape. Sorry, okay, I said she got a song. <laughs> she, they got a song. Okay, RuPaul and Big Frida have a song together. If you have not seen it, look it up on YouTube, honey, because it is dick slanging. Hey, right? that video. They twerking the fuck out of them. Bruh, I ain't it's, it's a and bop. Back. It's front and it, back twerking,
1: though. Like, I ain't never seen it.
0: It is a bop, though. Bop. Must be jam because jam, jam, jam no shape. No shape. If you like dance music, yes. yes. Okay, that's it. Shout out to New Orleans who gave us dance music. Yeah, Okay. Yes. So <laughs> now. Um also for those of you who want like a more traditional um, like if you're into more like a uh, documentaries and things like that Uh, Paris is Burning is another one it's kind of old it's a documentary on ballroom culture Uh, it was on Netflix during Pride Month they took it off but uh the whole thing is on YouTube. I don't know if that's illegal to say, but it is, so shit. <laughs> I, mean,
1: so, so I, didn't, I, didn't, I
0: didn't put it on YouTube. I'm about, so you about to say I didn't put Someone
1: it the movie. I Someone else did,
0: and I'm just telling you that it's there. Um
1: for <laughs> more information, just in general, about any of the things that we just talked about, especially Stonewall and things like that, because that's a lot of that's usually what's referenced. Like once you start talking about that, um there are a few and I can put these on our social platforms as well. There are a few podcast episodes that give you a deeper understanding of, yes. like, background and things like that. And across different things, because I I know about Stonewall, but, like, I, you know, listen to a podcast, it's a true crime podcast, it's very popular, and they did an entire episode about Stonewall.
0: Dope.
1: So, it's really lit. I'll give links and things like that to the specific episode on our Facebook, because it's,
0: I can't remember that right now <laughs> yeah um now we're talking about you know modern day intersections of race race and lgbt and what all this means and we're talking so positively like oh my god this show is so good watch this movie do this thing big Frida, twerk twerk twerk, bounce, but bounce, the unfortunate reality is that race and sexual orientation and gender identity still play a really big factor in the amount of hate crimes that people experience the um when we look at our homicide victims and things like that, so um, it's not all the games. It's not. It's unfortunate not.
1: Unfortunately, it's not. And um, just kind of a few, I guess, stats to bring everything together mm-hmm. um, and show that other side. That according to the FBI's Uniform Crime Report that was released in November of last year, November 2020, um, anti-transgender hate crimes increased by 20% in 2019 from 2018. At least 37 transgender people were killed in 2020 in the united states and that's from the human rights campaign
0: so it's very yes and um like i I brought up india moore one of the um actors from pose and then they also Mm -hmm. acted in queen of slim Mm -hmm. um they actually wore earrings on the red carpet of every trans woman of color who was murdered that year yes um and the it was really like wow that's a really dope idea and to really bring awareness to something but at the same time her earrings were like eight pictures long on each side and that's like that's a really unfortunate reality these are trans women of color who were murdered by intimate partners yes <laughs> which is like i don't know it's just like a whole different level I, I think it is definitely a whole different level because if
1: you get into that whole these people are the people are trust then it's just very heartbreaking
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and on that note between 31 percent and 50 percent of trans people in the u.s will experience intimate partner violence according to a 2015 report by the
0: williams institute at the ucla school of law so this is sad <laughs> it's very sad like, it is like very very sad and we don't want to end on a sad note so, no. what we kind of want to talk about from this though is that you know a lot of times we don't accept um, people who are different from us are we stigmatize people who are different from us because we don't understand them. And that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is like, we're giving you a rundown of what this stuff means, right? It's legal, it's consensual, but there's nothing inherently wrong with anybody. No. And if, if you just open your mind up to accept that people are just different, then perhaps these statistics and these stories of trans women, especially trans women of color um, and other LGBT folks, wouldn't have these stories of harassment, um, family members wouldn't be losing their loved ones to homicides, to partner violence, um, because they're just misunderstood. And so we want to be sure that- We give tools and resources to help kind of fight against that stigma. Yes, right? definitely want to fight against stigma, especially in our own community, right? The black community, we're a marginalized group of people already just from that identity, yes. right? There's so much working against us, and then we don't add on other identities. Yeah, we don't want to be divided because of homophobia or transphobia or or, our biophobia or or whatever, right? We want to be sure that we're all coming together because there definitely are are not other people looking out for (laughs) us. There's definitely not.
1: But I mean, it's definitely. I don't want to say because you know it's easier said. Like it's easy to say that this is very easy, but there are ways to be able to, you know, fight the stigma that you can do, right? Just you are a regular person. Um, I know me personally, I try to be very mindful of pronouns. So that's not something I did when I was younger because I didn't know anything about it. But as a person who's, you know, lived in a different city, went to college, things like that. And you don't have to be any of these people. That's just me personally, like, I make it a point to ask people their pronouns if i'm unsure yes. and there are
0: ways to do that and if you feel uncomfortable asking people their pronouns are you think that they're going to react in a way that may be aggressive i always just say my pronouns so my pronouns are written in my um like at work it's written into my signature so mm-hmm. I'll, it'll say like thank you alicia griffin And then in parentheses, it'll say she, her, hers. So people know my pronouns. If people may feel comfortable then saying theirs. So I can be like, hi, I'm Alicia. I go by she, her, hers. Um, What's your name? Right. Um, Um,
1: I found that like generally, if I'm unsure, um, I usually use they pronouns just to be on the safe side. I mean, we're in the South, so like Kentucky, y'all is also very gender neutral. (laughs) Y'all is... y'all do like uh, it's all very like y'all, y'all ways, think y'all don't know what they're wearing me but y'all do y'all do like but there <laughs> are ways to you know kind of address that in a very simple but mindful way and yep. i have i am friends with a lot of folks in the lgbt community that are very active and very you know very pro like getting into let's talk about pronouns like this isn't a stigma like i'm not gonna react you can ask me my pronouns i want to help you know broaden your perspective and like i'm not gonna attack you because you don't know my pronouns things like that
0: yeah and so that's the other thing too is that if you can find someone that you trust to ask questions to as long as you're coming from a genuine place of i want to learn and not like i'm asking a question to set you up to prove my own bigoted point Um, If you're genuinely curious and want to learn, find someone you trust who you can have that conversation with. And most importantly, because I am a part of this community and I still fuck up all the time, right? Like, yes, I identify as queer, but I also identify as cisgender. And so sometimes pronouns are extremely difficult for me. Someone can tell me their pronouns and I may slip up and see them one day and they look more masculine or more feminine. And I call them she or he when that's not how they identify. And they'll correct me, and it's like, don't get upset that someone corrected you. No. Own up to the fact that yes, you made a mistake, and I, I will do my best not to do it again. Right. Um, and, and, that's, and that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people who, especially people who feel like they're right, such as myself, <laughs> um, you know, not feeling like, oh my god, you just called me out. But like, it's important because you need to respect people's identities. Yes. Um, so yeah, but that is it in a nutshell um sexual orientations versus gender identity please feel free to talk to us i guess if you want to know more if some of this is confusing or misunderstanding i yep. know that it is a lot and this was a long episode we threw y'all in head first we literally threw y'all into like a college course of like women's gender studies but hey and you ain't have no textbooks <laughs> right but yeah but that's all we have and so we will see you all next week yes with another episode I hope you enjoyed this one lots
1: and lots of learning lots and lots of love
0: all that good stuff so bye.
1: bye